episode of Pinkies Up. This is your co-host Jada. And this is Emma. And today's topic is the power of perspective. Ooh. Yes. So with so many times as we talk to people, we realize that people thought process and outlooks is very much different from our own. So to lead on to that, our tea time question of the episode is, is there a moment in your life in which your feelings have changed towards a particular memory? Ooh, okay, Jada. Okay. <laughs> my, one of my feelings have changed on a particular memory. Mm-hmm. Or moment. It or moment. moment. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I mean, looking back at people that I used to, like, have crushes on, some of them, I'm like, what did I even see in you sort of situation? Oh, that's a good, that's a Which good. is, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, at the time, I was, like, infatuated with them. Like, I was just in love with them, you know, mm-hmm. sort of situation. So that'd be one. Um, okay, I I don't know if I want to say this because I feel like it, it's going to be like a mood killer for the episodes. No, no, <laughs> go ahead. It's so, fine. You're good. So both times I, um, the, like the last time I saw both of my grandpas before they died, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, you know, oh, I'm like busy with school stuff. Like, I don't know if I should go, but like, for example, when my grandpa on my mom's side of the family died I was like I don't want to go I was like I've got some school stuff and my mom's like you'll just have to go for because it was on my grandma's birthday mm-hmm. and I was like oh I was like okay fine so I was like I'll go over because my mom said it'll be like 30 minutes and then literally he died later that night oh, and man. I was like you know at the time you know when I was like I don't want to go I got school stuff or whatever I'm so glad I went because if I didn't go I would have regretted that so I would regret that for the rest of my life. And for then sure. the same with my grandpa on my dad's side of the family. I was also busy with schools towards the end of the school year. And my parents were like, we're just going to go for the afternoon because he was at home. He, he passed from lung cancer. I'm and sorry. so we had known for like about a month and, um, I'm so just I'm just glad he got to live it. He started smoking when he was like 13. Oh man. And like the fact that he lived till he was 89 was kind of impressive for like that smoking is a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad I got to spend those years with him, you know. But mm-hmm. um yeah, we went up and saw him on a Sunday and then he passed the following Saturday. So mm-hmm. it like, you know, at the times, like I said, school, I was like, school's so like, oh, this is, I've got school stuff I have to do. But like I said, if I wouldn't have gone, I would have literally had so much regret for the rest of my life on those moments. And I'm glad but- you went there too. Like, honestly, because a lot of times so many people are just engrossed in the moment. Mm-hmm. They really don't see anything else because it's tunnel vision, but I'm glad you decided to go with your intuition and still see your grandparents and the other thing too this is then that's also been a really good reminder to me too or like say because like the last words I said to both of them were I love you and that just goes to show that just goes to show say I love you to people like say I love you to your family but say I love you to your friends because you genuinely don't know if that's the last time you're gonna see them or not and like and plus you should mean it like truly don't just say I love you like oh I love you and like it's not out of like real like you know mm-hmm. like you have to really mean it because that means it's just you're just because i don't say i love you like lightly to like my friends or anything like that like mm-hmm. if i say it i like genuinely mean it but sure. like that's just a good lesson that i've learned is like really just like say i love you to like the people you care about and like hug them because you don't know if that'll be the the last time you see them and don't say mad forever because look, no. things are those little quarrels that you have with your family or friends it, it, it's really not that serious but you know once they're gone they're gone for sure 
Anyways, enough of my depressing uh, stories. Oh, no, that's, that's real life. But um, as for me, I would have to say um, when people leave out of my life, for example, when oh. I was in... No, not like dead or anything. No, no, no. I know what you mean, though. No, like I've had moments like that, too. I didn't... I know what you mean by that. No, for example, (laughs) like when I was in, let's say, fifth grade, and I was like in this middle school, whatever. Mm -hmm. And at this time, I used to be so engrossed in it. I was like, we are a team. There's no me. There's no I. It's us. Mm -hmm. You know? And it was just, I was just really into it. And I was just so focused on becoming like of the flock and being in union with my class. I think I probably lost my individualism. Mm-hmm. So when I did move, I was so sad and heartbroken. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to grow up with these people. These people aren't going to be able to grow up with me. And it's just the end of the world. And it's too bad. I feel like the outsider. But now, after like time and just finding my own people mm-hmm. by myself, instead of being like put in a situation where I have to just work it out with everybody. Right. Um, I basically realized that that was definitely for the best because I don't think I would be the Jada I am today. Like the kind, laid back, and very authentic. That's a me. good way like, though. No, for sure. Because it sounds know, like personal growth, which is honestly a really good thing to acknowledge and recognize. Oh no, for sure. And the thing is, even though I'm not close to most of them for the people i am i think the people who've actually paid attention to Mm -hmm. me on my journey quietly they can definitely testify that i'm not the same 10 year old kid anymore so that's well you shouldn't be the same you shouldn't be the same (laughs) as you were when you were 10 years old i know i'm not the same as i was exactly when i was 10 years old that's like growing up exactly perspective definitely perspective now tell me they say perspective is what guides us to interpret someone's actions or process situations yeah what do you think shaped your perspective over time so far like what perspective do you mean like just like like my overall perspective yeah like just how you view the world like what do you think has really influenced you and how you perceive the world Ooh, oh i understand how you feel now when i'm doing like these think tanks because like you just unpack (laughs) and i'm like whoa how do i how do i think about that what is interpret definitely the people around me have Mm -hmm. been very influential like my family um like some of my family members have different opinions on certain subjects Mm -hmm. so that's kind of broadened my eyes as to different perspectives of the world and how people perceive things mm-hmm. but being around friends and being grateful to have access to media I know a lot of the world can't access the internet right. and I learned about that in my mass communication class you know that's such a big thing for you know students um, to get education and for people to get jobs it's it's a tough situation to deal in so I'm very grateful that I have the opportunity to and even just to read too people can suffer from illiteracy and that's so like as as someone who loves to read to think that people can't read is just so heartbreaking to me like everyone should be able to get an education and realize that but see like that's I guess that's the other thing too is being able to have access to an education that really you know made me who I am so I definitely say like my family, my friends, and then certain aspects of like the media and being able to stay in touch with the world around me, but Mm -hmm. to also like have like some celebrities and like role models who I look up to and authors who I look up to. So Mm -hmm. I think those would say that. What about you? 
that sounded like a great speech. Like I can already see you like being a director of a movie. You're like, yeah, this is really shaped up. Like I, that was so good. I'm over here like totally forgetting. <laughs> oh my god. That also, that wheeze I just let out. I apologize. <laughs> oh god. And you guys, I'm sorry if I sound like I'm about to cough. I'm getting over a cold, so bear with me. Um, <laughs> as for me, um, I would definitely have to say it's the people I've been around with or like that's surrounded me in my throughout my life mm-hmm. um especially like th- like people I don't like family members I rarely see like for example me living in South Dakota mm-hmm. that was definitely unheard of mm-hmm. especially from my family who originates from the south being like mm-hmm. Tennessee Florida and Georgia so when they saw me up there they're just like you're insane you're crazy it's cold up there what are you doing and just seeing when I visit people mm-hmm. I forget like as I'm living there in South Dakota I forget that my world is definitely different from some of my family members and so when I go down there to uh, Florida to visit at the time yeah they would be like oh how's this and how's the weather aren't you cold did you get frostbite are you insane 60 degrees weather you're wearing shorts are you out of your mind you know and just like that's just the little things or for example just really just giving myself the access to books I can't tell you how much books can take you places yes. and libraries like I learned girl don't and- get me started I'm gonna go on an author's rant <laughs> I learned in one of my um, my English comp classes um that there's actually a lot of places that are education deserts like you mentioned before like yeah. um that's just people just don't have the access to the knowledge that they will, would like to achieve and um, just seeing the news mm-hmm. and seeing how some females are, they can't even read a book. They're not allowed to. They're not even exactly. allowed to drive a car. In Saudi Arabia, I think they just allow women to drive cars. You That's know? wild. No, seriously. And it used to have to be their sons and their husbands and their uncles and cousins. Just imagine you're like a 56-year-old woman and you have to get your, your, your son to drive you just because you're not allowed to. That's wild. And, and it's those little things when you see the reality of what's around us, even though it's not in our little bubble, it can mm-hmm. really change your perspective and realize that your world mm-hmm. really isn't as big as you think it is. And it's bigger fish to fry for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's I think that's what shaped up my perspective. So yeah. tell me, what methods do you use to get someone to see from your perspective? Like, what do you do to try to get people to understand your point of view? Ooh, okay. Um, I think the first thing I do, and I feel like people use it a lot, and it's such a, like it's not, it's not like mansplaining. Although if you mansplain, geez, just stop. But like <laughs> you know, not like mansplaining, but I feel like toning it to like a level where they would understand, but not dumbing it down for them. If that makes sense. Right. Like for example, like let's say we were talking about, give me a topic. Like, um, a, like, a topic that could be, like, a difficult subject to, like, perspective. Um, let's Without see. getting, like, too controversial on here. Uh, <laughs> food being accessible. Food, mm. okay, like, food, like, okay, like, yeah, like, uh, food, yeah, food accessibility. So, like, I wouldn't explain my thoughts, the same thoughts I have to you as the same thoughts as I would tell, like, my five-year-old cousin. 
You know what I mean? So I would bring it to their level. So like for you, I would probably use the technical terms that I would see on social media or, you know, like normal stuff. But then Mm -hmm. to like my five-year-old cousin, I'd be like, some people in this world might not have access to food. So, but they can go to food drives, which is where people drop off food so that the people who don't have food can go shopping and get it for cheaper so that they can afford to eat you know what i mean but then to you i'd probably talk about like local food drives and food charities and you know Mm -hmm. maybe about how the economy and like the government benefits or like how they're doing a terrible job so like if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like i would that would be a really important thing to for that'd be my first tip for like perspective is like make sure to like atone it to people like who will understand it Mm -hmm. but i think we talked about it in another episode a while back, but you know, sometimes people won't see your perspective. So you have to realize that it's like, we can agree to disagree sort of situation mm-hmm. because the, I mean, the world's always going to be divided into like two different categories, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, and you, despite no matter how much persisting, some people just they are very firm to what they believe in right so you really can't budge them on their opinion so at some point you just have to be like agree to disagree but Mm -hmm. also be an active listener and I think that that's one of the reasons there's so much tension in the United States right now is because people aren't wanting to listen to other people's perspectives like it's okay for people to have different perspectives Mm -hmm. but if you're just like shut up just shut up like you're wrong sort of situation but it's like see what they're trying to see and if they explain it to you and you don't understand it here's the thing you might not get a full understanding of it but you have an idea of what it's like for them so like be an active so my two tips would be to be an active listener realize that it's like you're gonna have to agree to disagree if you're talking about things with people you know who don't agree with your opinion right and what was my first one again oh yeah make sure like you atone it like fit it like your language to the description of what you're talking about but don't dumb it down for them because if you're like so this is what actually happens people are going to be less likely to belittling them it's belittling to them but people are going to be so much more likely to not listen to what you're going to say if you're dumbing it down for them for sure that's that's really good you did a really good job explaining as for me i feel like a key thing for someone to see from your perspective, you need to first mm-hmm. look from their perspective. That's mm. the way I usually handle my things. I usually yeah. uh, try to empathize and really just try to get into their mindset so that I can explain yeah, that's a good it one. in a way so they really can't comprehend. Like, for example, if you're going to try to explain economics to, let's say, a homeless person who's barely have an elementary education, okay? Yeah. And explaining it to, let's say, a millionaire who's like, you could say their stock shares is this and you have this percentage of that. And you explain something, whereas, let's say, the homeless person, you're like, okay, you have seven cans of corn, da 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 da. If they take this much of this and, you know, you just, really, like you said, speak mm-hmm. in a way that they can understand. That's a very key, key one. And just, mm-hmm. just listening. Listening is definitely the key of any communication. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, at that point, if you're not listening, I guess it's kind of like a monologue. You're just talking to yourself. 
Ooh, and I got another addition to that. Ask questions too, because yes. that's another that's another way to be an active listener. From what's what class did I learn that was that debate or did I learn? I didn't take a speech class, but it might have been some other class. But like mm-hmm. being an active listener and is like a good thing to keep in mind when you're doing that is asking questions. So if someone like you said you're dumbing it down for them, but mm-hmm. maybe you mention a word, so like you know like blah 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 blah. This is called blank, but they're also like, oh, well, what does that mean? Can you explain that word more? Then it's mm-hmm. like, okay, you're actually listening and you want to know more about it. You're not just mm-hmm. like, yeah, uh-huh. And when uh-huh. someone asks these questions, don't be an a-hole. <laughs> like, when yes, people are being brave enough to ask a question because my mom used to say the saying that you know, the only dummy is the person, the dummy that doesn't ask questions. So then you're yeah. just silent and dumb and instead you can be ed- educating yourself. You know, exactly. So when exactly. someone goes out their comfort zone to ask these questions, don't bite their head off and don't make them feel less than when they're trying to better themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Next question. How can perspective affect a situation? Ooh, can you like be a little more specific with that? It's <laughs> like so broad. I'm like, situation, like what situation? Like, All right, you know? tell me how has, okay, let's, for you personally. Okay. What is a situation that your perspective has really paid a big role? Let's say good or bad. Like, for example, when you got elected to like elected, when you were chosen to speak at your graduation, you had two ways to like think about that. Were you going to freak out or were you going to embrace it? So, yeah. I did both. <laughs> I did totally did both. Look, look, why not? Why do? Why do neither? Do both. There you go. Do, yeah. <laughs> Don't make me pick one or the other. Like when they called my name over the intercom, I was like, "Wait, what?" Like I actually, <clears throat> I did it. Like mm-hmm. I did it. And then when I was walking to the room that they told us to go to to talk to like one of the like advisors who was helping us out and then I saw one of my friends we both like ran up and hugged each other I was like I didn't know you wrote a speech she's like I didn't know you wrote a speech either mm-hmm. or like um we no I guess we w- did know we just like saw like you know we're like we didn't know you made the final cut like that's so cool and like we hugged each other so mm-hmm. it was crazy but then I was in a state of shock but I think just keeping my mind open and like I when I submitted the speech and I spoke it in front of people um that was the big thing though this was something that I had wanted to do for a while this mm-hmm. wasn't something that like I was just like nah I'll do it if I want to do it like this was something I kind of had going into high school mm-hmm. like I didn't want to be homecoming queen I would just wanted to speak at graduation mm-hmm. shout out to Zach Efron as Troy Bolton <laughs> but um but no so I had kind of started planning in like the no like the November of my senior year so when it came time I had already had a speech written and I had one of my teachers help me out with edits Mm -hmm. um like one of my old English teachers who I just adore she um yeah she like helped me edit it and it was great and then when I heard that I was a finalist every day before I had to go and present my speech to the senior class committee, mm-hmm. I was reciting it in my head. And they told me too before, cause I was like, I want to go first. I just want to get it over with. Cause right. otherwise I'd just be sitting there like, Oh my God. So I went first and the, the, um, and I knew for a fact that they said that they were going to let us read off of our paper. But I was like, if I already have my speech memorized, there is going to be a very good chance that I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. And so I went home when I found out that I was one of the six finalists and I was at home practicing, practicing, repeating and practicing. Mm-hmm. So then when I went to present in front of the committee, 
I had that speech memorized and I just, you know, would have to go back when I'd have to make edits with them and polish it if I got it. Mm-hmm. But when my name was called, I was like, I did it. Like, Yay. I actually did it. So I think keeping that open mind, like, I realized, like, hey, if I don't get picked, it was still an honor to even be in the top six. Like, that would have been good enough to, you know, that kind of like the uh, feeling I had when I was on the homecoming court. Like, mm. Like, I knew there wasn't a good chance that I wasn't going to get queen, but I was like, it's still cool that I was like up here, you know, and like being recognized for it. So I think just keeping like an open mindset to everything Mm -hmm. and not thinking it'll go one way because sometimes it'll go in the way you don't expect, but in a very good way, if that makes sense. Yes, for sure. I love that. What about you, (laughs) Miss Bold question? How does perspective (laughs) affect your situation? Um, for me personally, my perspective has always been to, like you said, keep an open mind. That's just the most important thing for me because I don't like having expectations. (laughs) This is bad, but I feel like when you have expectations, you know, there's a chance of your expectations not being met. And then you feel like it's just been a letdown. And no one is (laughs) (laughs) This is not a spoiler, but one of Zendaya's lines in in the newest Spider-Man movie, if you haven't seen it yet, Mm -hmm. is um, one of her lines in the movie, and it's not a spoiler at all. She's literally like, if you don't have expectations, you'll never get disappointed. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And it's true. And that's the thing. I feel like my main thing, my main, did you hear the country? My main thing. (laughs) My main (laughs) My main thing. (laughs) Literally. My main thing that um, that's really been helping me throughout life is having an open mind. For me, Mm -hmm. um, I just try to be my best version of myself that I can be at that time. Yes. Like, honestly, that's just my main thing. My That's just my main thing. My main thing. <laughs> that's, <laughs> but that's really, like, my go-to. And yeah. for me, one situation I would have to say is probably when my mom pushed me up the nest just for a little bit when I was with my brother. Mm-hmm. I was really nervous. <clears throat> for, to say in the least, because I'm like, oh, God, uh, I'm going to live with my brother. This is going to suck. I'm third-wheeling. What am mm-hmm. I going to do? But then I realized, you know what, Jada, there's a lot that you can do and you're not going to be a sourpuss mm-hmm. and you're going to just like have fun and work your hardest and make some connections. And I did. And I realized when you put that type of energy out and you're just not moping around and not being depressed and sad, you know, people are attracted to see other people upbeat. Yeah. The whole room's energy. And I realized things are just better off that way when you just have an open mind and you're looking at the world with a fresh pair of eyes as best you can. 110%. Yes, for sure. So, next question. Has there ever been a time when your perspective has hindered you? Has hindered me? Yes. You like mean it, my over... Th- I will take what is there overthinking you go. for 3,000. Um, <laughs> we got a winner <laughs> yay double jeopardy um <laughs> no definitely uh, my perspective has hindered me because sometimes my mind and my overthinking does kind of get the best of me I won't mm-hmm. lie um so that can be tough especially like going into things as I'm like oh gosh like don't overthink it and then sometimes if I overthink things and then things don't turn out the way I planned aka literally 99.999 you know what I get me yeah 99.99 yeah 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 percent (laughs) of the time it doesn't go the way I want so um but then I've kind of been like disappointed so I'm like oh now my perspective going 
fourth is okay this is gonna be a mini cupid's archery right here let's because- <laughs> rewind let's go <laughs> mini cupid's mini cupid sucks at archery but um for like relationship wise i've never been mm-hmm. in a relationship and Meaning all the hero. times yeah this is why we get we work well together but exactly. um you know with my perspective on guys you know is all the times i've been rejected or mm-hmm. friend owned or ghosted yeah. you know yeah. all those just like <laughs> with all the, re- the rejecting the ghosting and the friend zoning mm-hmm. you know i think people are like well why don't you go out because i'm like sometimes i'm I'm gonna take a break but i'm also like emma you're in your prime like get out there exactly but the the whole thing for me though is like people have to understand like you know i've written some really like heavy poetry because of this you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but like you can't blame me though if all my past experiences when i've because sometimes in these situations i've literally put myself out there like I'm not gonna lie I've slid into a few people's DMs and you know or like Mm -hmm. I've been the one to tell people like that's how I feel about them yeah and then when that doesn't work out in my favor you can't blame me for for being you can't blame me for being like hesitant or like why aren't you you put yourself vulnerable you made yourself vulnerable I made myself vulnerable too many times and so now if people are like well why aren't you like opening up like you should be telling like these guys that you're trying to talk to like more information animal armadillo yeah. word <laughs> i never realized but maybe that is mine i've always been like i don't know like dog because i like dogs that actually might be mine. <laughs> yeah, look when it. things get too tough you roll out and- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god jada oh god. thank you for helping me find my spirit animal tonight <laughs> i tried um, my best man <laughs> but you know what i mean it's uh-huh. like you can't blame me if all the situations in my past have gone badly so like that's a perspective where like the overthinking aspect and like kind of i don't like to dwell on the past but you know you you learn from your past and so like it's kind of hard when the learning you've done hasn't been to the hasn't worked to your advantage if that makes sense for sure i definitely how has it hindered you oh god not my toxic traits anyway (laughs) 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 what's your spirit animal (laughs) I would say like a crow or something. I was gonna go more like a porcupine. (laughs) Porcupine? Things don't go wrong. wrong. You just like shoot out like no. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Oh god, (laughs) untouchable. Jesus. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, my honestly, what's hindered me? I would have to probably say, I think maybe getting too involved. I would say that's my really main perspective because i always i'm a slight control freak Mm -hmm. a slight control freak and i know there are things in life that cannot be controlled yeah that can't be you know estimated Mm -hmm. or expected but (laughs) the things i do feel like are in control i will try my best to control them whether that be a situation or a unfortunately a person um and um not to say like in the manipulative type of way but i just really give myself too much into anything i do Ooh. i give everything oh god does that like no 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 no, no it's it's hitting no it's hitting close to home oh but they say i thought i said something just didn't sound like, no 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 you're just hitting close okay. to home and um yeah, I just I get too engrossed in things and I know I have a lot on my plate and I try to be my my perspective is if I give 
110 of percent of myself i will get good results mm-hmm. and that is a lie so i'm trying to learn how to gauge situations because i thought that maybe if i just my perspective is if i always give 100 percent of myself i'm almost going to get it back and that's just not how life works oh that's just I not see. how it works at all so i'm learning to gauge how much mm-hmm. I give my energy and my time in situations, places, people, or friends, you mm-hmm. know, either way. And um, now my main perspective thing at this point is probably being too accepting of situations at this point. Oh, like for, so yeah. I shifted the other way. <laughs> I did. And right now it's more like, okay, when things happen, like it is what it is. And my mom is like, Jada, you need to be more worried. And I used to be too worried. And now I'm like, not worried you gotta enough. find the teeter-totter balance in your I'm life trying, I'm trying. <laughs> it's, it's so weird because i feel like it's probably because how the world is going it's so much things that are out of my control mm-hmm. i'm at this point i'm like screw it like with the whole pandemic covid like mm-hmm. all that i'm just like you know what it is what it is and she's like is that it <laughs> that's, you know, that's it i'm like oh yeah that's i'm sorry like, that's, yeah that's mm-hmm. it but uh, we're gonna get better bit by bit. I'm learning. I'm getting towards that middle ground slowly. Like I just said you got to find the teeter totter balance in your that life. The teeter totter tater tot. Yes, <laughs> I lied. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. I me. have a new. I have a new merch idea. <laughs> yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Now tell me, <clears throat> toxic positivity. Okay, is. A positive outlook or positive perspective on life is all the time. Is that a negative thing? Yes. Is there such a thing? Yes. I feel really? like we talked about this lot, like a long, long time ago. Like long time ago. Like I early disagree. season one. I could disagree, but let me hear yours. Or Tell maybe we maybe we talked about it like not like on the podcast. Like maybe you and I, I just talked about I it. I think we did just yeah. talk about it. I think it was like a post. Yeah, it might yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it but was tell one of that. Me. But Talk yes, positivity. Tell me your perspective. I do think it's like, don't get me wrong. It's good to be an optimist in the world with so many bad things happening in the world. Like we need a little positivity, you know, yes. like I think it's very important to have some positivity mm-hmm. when being having so much positivity. There is a thing and people are like toxic positivity. That's an oxymoron. Like that's mm-hmm. not real. It totally is because if you're telling people all the time, be happy, be happy, be happy, you're not letting them acknowledge their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, if someone like this is going to be drastic, but like, you know, if someone like if, if like someone died who was close to you, right, mm-hmm. you're not going to go up to them and be like, I mean, I know there are people who say it and that's like a genuine like thing. It's like a common thing to say is to be like, you know, they're in a better place now. But if, Literally but if they tell you, but if they're like, what if they tell you, you should feel happy that they're in a better place. Like, for example, if they died of like some disease and like they were really suffering through it, you might feel happy that they are in a better place because it might have been torturous to see you suffer. Right. But if they're like, you should be happy don't expect this person to be frolicking through a field of daisies like in the next week like <laughs> they died sort of situation oh my um, gosh that's another like Bretman. idea but do you know what i mean yeah. like don't force it if you're just like saying like gotta be positive gotta be positive like let in- people acknowledge your feelings but if you're saying like you know because it's almost like you're conditioning people to say that feeling sad is a bad thing mm-hmm 
and like you know obviously if you have like depression you should get help because you know that's a serious mental health issue that obviously is not talked about a lot in the united states Mm -hmm. but you know but still like if you should let people acknowledge your feelings but if you're like everything's happy and perfect or whatever you know it's it can be sometimes like people who are like really really happy or like bring a lot of happiness to people and like they just seem like they're happy all the time sometimes they're really going through it but yeah for sure there's sometimes they're really going through it and you don't know it they mm-hmm. just want to make other people happy because it makes them happy so you really you know what you're gonna stop attacking me <laughs> what was i i didn't know i was <laughs> i was talking more like robin williams sort of situation oh, yeah. that was sad man that was my favorite artist and i definitely yeah I agree, but at the same time, have you ever, like, actually, I feel like so many times at this point, I feel like with the media and songs and artists, I feel like not that a lot of government officials are talking about depression and sadness and anxiety and et cetera. Mm -hmm. I feel like with our, like, you know, mainstream media, I think it is talked a lot about for the most part. And a lot of artists are like, yes, I'm sad. I'm down in the dumps, and yeah, I feel it's, like crap. Yeah, it's definitely become a lot more popular in the last few years, but I think it also kind of comes down to, this is not related to your question of toxic positivity, mm-hmm. but it really just goes to show that, like, if you're a celebrity, like, a mainstream, like, actress or mm-hmm. actor, and you talk about this, there's going to be a lot of people or your fans who are like, wow, I really understand what you're going through, and it doesn't just have to be like, you know, oh, if an artist makes, like, a breakup song or like a sad song you're gonna be like yes i understand but like i think a a couple years ago maybe Mm -hmm. um one of the actresses on riverdale i think lily reinhardt she Mm -hmm. talked about like her anxiety she had and i don't know if she had an eating disorder too but like she talked about it and then like all of a sudden there was all these like things in the media talking about you know anxiety and like eating disorders and you know like how to get treatment for it and who to talk to so Mm -hmm. really if you talk about it not only does it make your fans feel like wow like I can connect with you on a more personal level but it also because they're these big name celebrities they're gonna end up on page six for talking about it Mm -hmm. and I think it's just so important to realize like you do really have that power to be like you know bringing up topics that need to be talked about you but. know what and on that note on the way you describe mm-hmm. that part of toxic positivity i definitely agree with you just the whole synopsis of what you said but mm-hmm. let me just cover for the people who i've seen and certain people that are just like for example toxic positivity and they're like why are you so happy like it's nothing mm-hmm. to be happy about i feel like for one people cope with things differently Yes, okay. that's true. We, some people laugh through the pain. Of mm-hmm. course, was that healthy? Who's to say? Is it hurting anybody? I'm not too sure. Is it hurting mm-hmm. them? Maybe not if that's what helps them mm-hmm. go through and let it go. But I do think that some people run with the whole toxic positivity. And mm-hmm. they're just like, they basically just want people to mellow down to their type of like vibrations or their feelings. Mm-hmm. They're just like, what are you so happy for in the morning? It's literally eight o'clock in the morning. Like, you're doing too much. And it's, like, at that point, I feel like, who are you to say how a person feels, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if they are feeling blessed and happy that they got up this morning and their body is functioning well and they had their favorite cup of coffee with two shots of creamer, like, why is that bothering you? So, I feel like... Don't hate. 
Exactly. So I do think there needs to be a balance of, yes, you need to let people be sad and grieve, but you should also allow people to be happy. When yes. they're happy, don't rain on their parade, you know? For real. And that's For what real. I can say about that. But anyways, yes, that was good. That was a good topic. Good question. Good question. Love that. Good, good side. <clears throat> Next, tell me, does the majority affect your perspective on life? Like, do, do the majority or like how people see you personally, Emma, is the how people perceive things? Does that affect your own viewpoint? Would you say it does it have? So, a- are you saying how people perceive me, or like just the majority percentage of people who have an idea on something? Yes, the majority who has of people. I- yes, yes, yes. Okay. No, like to be, to be totally honest, um, I mentioned this in a previous episode, but you know, I've never really cared what people have thought about me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm also because I'm very ambitious with my goals in life. I'm just a very ambitious person. Like, I know what I want in life. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely would say, like, p- people's opinions, like, don't really sway me that that much, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, I've got some friends who drink. You know what I mean? I'm not going to call anyone out because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Of but like, course. you know, don't do that. <laughs> but, don't you do know that. like I have but, you know, I have friends who drink and I just have like alcohol has never really, you know, it's never been like, ooh, a thing for me. You know, right. like I have to try it. Like, you know, if you know, I if there's a time in my life like before I'm if before I'm. I feel like I'm going to, like, decriminalize myself here. (laughs) If there's a time where maybe Mm -hmm. I want to, like, try a little bit of something before I'm of legal age, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I'll just roll with it. But, like, peer pressure, like, none of my – but then again, too, I've also been around friends who haven't been, like, you should drink. You should, like, try drinking with us. Because you realize peer pressure really isn't that cool. But, you know, right. (laughs) Why do you make it sound like like an elementary school? Peer pressure pressure is not not cool. cool. Hey, y'all let them know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? But, no, I've never really cared what people have thought about me, which was something that I – kind of just found out very early on in life you know like Mm -hmm. when I was younger I've said this before but you know it's like you could insult me and I would have been like why would you say that and now I'm like call me whatever you want like I literally don't care like and so like getting that perspective early on but like not really letting other people's opinions sway me but then again like I said I'm a very ambitious person and I know what I want and I'm gonna move at my own pace when I want to because it's my life and nobody's making the rules for me here so go ahead Emma sorry (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's very that's very much my perspective on that that whole topic so like yeah I mean if I really like even in opinions like if people are like you know if like whenever we would do like would you rather in a class like room like even just like a fun game if like majority of people went to one side and I go to the other they'd be like really like you'd pick that and I'd be like yeah and they'd be like but wouldn't you want it like this way and I'd be like no I want it this way like I know like I went here for a reason <laughs> you know yes. that sort of situation so yeah just not really caring what other people have thought about me so perspective like that really doesn't change <clears throat> like if if my perspective's changing, it's because I'm changing it for myself. We love that. Self, self-discovery, self-improvement. I'm here oh, for it. Period. Yes. Jada, yes. what about you? <laughs> um, I used to. It used to be a big thing for me. I used to, like, the opinion. Because uh, the Libra in me, I'm a people pleaser. I used to be. I used to be really, like, I was the mood maker. And I would do it. Please, please the crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the majority was like, yeah, that 
food sucks and I actually enjoyed it, I would push the plate away and be like, mm-hmm, yes, that sucks. I don't know who eats that knowing it was disgusting. Well, I eat that. But anyways. Like now, that was disgusting gets another forkful. <laughs> would, would, would slice their tray over. That was so disgusting. Just hand it all over, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, now at this point, I realize that, you know, like you said, this is my life and my choice to live. And uh, what other people think of me really doesn't matter my only main thing that changed my I don't want to say my perspective but my delivery especially when yes not my perspective no it doesn't change but my delivery so I can get the result or reaction I want definitely changed per the crowd I would have to say it's still what I want but just sometimes you just have to deliver it in a different way yeah for example, like if I don't agree with my mom and we're in public, and then <laughs> it's like I mean she and I are um, having this agreement, a disagreement. I will be like, "Well, mom, let's agree to disagree." But um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't agree with you, but that's okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And not to like be rude or disrespectful, right. or To like shame her in front of her fans, her friends, fans. She's not famous Whoa. yet, y'all. Her friends, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. And um, yeah, that's basically my main thing just you know delivery is my thing the only thing that really affects how mm-hmm. i show out my truth but you know what next and i believe last question Ooh. are you ready yeah i'm so ready okay so what do you wish people asked you more about yourself this is how we're gonna end oh my god yeah this is oh. how we're gonna end oh shoot just what like people we- wish i just like one wow. thing, something that you just wish someone just would ask you, like you know, like hey, how are you? You know, like she, <laughs> damn, <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss for words. I oh, got her God. speechless, y'all. Hey, mm. Mm. should I go first? Please, okay. <laughs> I need time to think on this. For me, my main thing I wish people would ask me is, hey Jada, what's the highlight of your day? That's a Ooh, interesting. Because you know what? When you ask things like that, I feel like when you ask people like, hey, how are you? They mm-hmm. give you a generic answer because they know I'm that good. People, you know, I'm you fine. know, <laughs> they give generic answers because they know that no one really wants to hear the truth. Because like mm-hmm. if someone says, Yeah, my goldfish died today, I'm kinda I'm I'm feeling really down in the dumps. Mm-hmm. And then people are gonna be like, Oh, sorry. And go about their day, like you know they. Next, really, exactly, <laughs> literally. But when you ask someone, I wish someone would ask me what's the highlight of my day. Then I would be able to think, even if my day was terrible, that still gives me an opportunity to be honest and find the highlight of my day, like just something good, that something great, even if it's not that much. But you'd be like, hey, let's say for example, hey Jada, what was your highlight of your day today? Well, mm-hmm. so far I got me a free smoothie. And it's good, and you know, and hell you start, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you start to appreciate the little things, and you know, it's just good to share those little happiness with people, even if it's not such a big deal, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's my my thing. It was showing. I think I, I think I got mine. I think I got mine. I think oh, I got right. my. What is this? Just a question? Yes, yeah. I think I know what mine. I think my question would be: I wish that I would get asked more often. Is what inspires you? Ooh. Because this can go in so many different directions. Because, for example, what inspires like what inspires you to get up in the morning, knowing that I can write more poetry or write a novel or talk with my friends? Okay. Yes. Well, what inspires you to write? Well, like 
inspirations of like stories I've heard from people and talk about I can go and talk about oh like for example I like hearing stories from my friends I like hearing stories from my family I'm inspired by other musicians well what musicians inspire you and so then see it can unlock so many like different things so then I could like you know want to say uh so yeah like musicians I like to listen to I like to listen to Queen I like to listen to Jake Miller I like to listen to Pink I like to listen to The Weeknd The Weeknd's got a lot of good albums well which album inspires you sort of situation so it's such a broad question but you can get really interesting answers from what inspires you because like that's that's, I wish people would ask me that more because I feel like that would be a really interesting thing maybe because like yours sounds cool because yours seems like a more like a refreshing refined way to say like how are you yeah mine like you know you want a conversation you want to talk you want to be like let's conversate I've always been a big talker (laughs) (laughs) it's okay I talked before I could walk (laughs) hey look my main thing is this I just like each encounter with the person I have no mm-hmm. matter who that person is to be a good encounter I'm not I can do conversation but mm-hmm. I got a big oh god this sounds so bad but I have bigger fish to fry in the conversation sometimes so it's just good to just do a quick but a quick... I feel like this is also the question I want to ask more people too oh yeah because for sure. it'd be like well what inspires them because maybe I can get some inspiration from you you help me you help you help me I help you sort of situation I love that see that's good too because when because you never know what could, for me what I said you never know what could be going on in someone's life someone could mm-hmm. be like well I just found out that my wife is having our first child like yes people want to share those joys in life but they don't know if they can because they just don't know if that's acceptable in that let's see uh environment whether it be work or school or anything else you know mm-hmm. but yes and that's my final question now, what do you think that was great yeah those yeah. these were like some really good questions like dang like <laughs> i'm here for it i'm glad now you guys as you listen to this episode i hope you guys Put some thought into your own perspective. Does it need working on? Do you think it could change? Are you willing to see someone else's perspective after listening to this episode? I hope it does encourage you to seek out your own truths and a different viewpoint of your own. Yes. Anyways, to end this on a high note, please share, like, not subscribe. Do we subscribe here? You know what? Subscribe. We we can subscribe. subscribe and everything else. And until next time, you guys, keep those pinkies up. Bye. Bye.